I know University of Georgia alum always bring you know the energy here. These interviews we had David Andrews back in the day. It's always big time energy. So I'm fired up for my conversation today with with Isaac Nada from the Athlo Agency, NFL tight end. So welcome, Isaac. Hey, appreciate it, Ben. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Well, one of my favorite movie characters of all time is Iceman from Top Gun. Like, first of all, one of my favorite movies, but Iceman is just like, I just love his cocky, you know, ball busting ways. And so I know you're a fellow Iceman. Like, tell us where the nickname and and uh, tell us about that. Okay, so kind of a funny thing about how I got that nickname it was my freshman year at Georgia. And um you know, coming in, I, I had, you know, all the credentials. I was a five-star, um, you know, top-ranked tight end in the class. And, you know, I got to Georgia and I immediately stepped into the room, you know, with a bunch of grown men. And early on, I was getting humbled. I was dropping um, passes. I remember sitting on the edge of my bed. Um, I called my dad and I was like, man, I'm not. I don't know if I'm cut out for this. My arms aren't long enough, you know, because I had guys that, you know, I would go to block them and they'd lock me out. And, you know, I felt like I couldn't get into them, you know, and um, he just, he was like, Hey man, listen, like you're here for a reason. You're a really good player. Like, you know, everything's going to come together. And, um, you know, just kept working, kept, kept doing all the little things. And, uh, you know, by the end of the spring, I had a practice where, um, you know, I really put together a string of practices um, going into camp where um, I just started playing really well. I started to figure it out. Things came together and I had a, a, a practice in particular where I caught everything. And there was a senior at the time, his name was Chooks. And uh, he came up to me um, after this practice and he's like, man, I'm going to call you ice. It stands for I catch everything. And so ah. that's kind of that's how I uh, kind of got the nickname and and then just rolled with it, you know, from there, um, you know, really embodied it, took it a step further and, and, and dyed my hair pretty much Danny Phantom White. And, uh, you know, it's just kind of been, you know, a little nickname that I've carried, you know, ever since then. That's awesome. I always I think one of my favorite things is like nickname stories, because like 99 percent of the time, there's something great behind it. But, um, you know, you had mentioned coming out of high school and you went to IMG Academy. I'm, I'm always like these like high school powerhouses are just like so interesting to me. So tell me about your time at IMG and, and what the high school experience was like there. Yeah, it was really a, a cool experience. You know, um, I was coming from a program in Georgia. Uh that is a very considered a very top program in itself in Buford High School. And while I was there, you know, we didn't lose much. I was a three-time um, state champion there. And um, the only game we lost was to Deshaun Watson and Gainesville High School um, while I was there. And, um, and we should have won that game too. So I was coming to IMG from a very good, um, program already but you know for me I saw the bigger picture to IMG I saw the um, the marketing component of IMG at the time this was when it was starting to really you know become a, a trending topic you know in high school sports because we had all these five stars and four star guys you know all coming to play at the same spot and you know for me um, 
I really wanted to be in a situation where I was challenging myself because, you know, I, I was like, man, three state championships, like, you know, I've done that. I want to go to the next step and prepare myself. At the time, I was committed to Florida State. And so I was like, you know what, I'll get down there and I'll go, you know, get acclimated to the Florida heat and, you know, just, you know, get right into it and then be able to trans, uh, transition into Tallahassee. But, um, you know, while I was down there, it was just a really great experience, man. A lot of those guys that I played with, you know, are still on NFL rosters and, um, you know, just being able to compete against those guys every day was something special. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you've ever seen those Gatorade commercials where I think it was Dwayne Wade's got all the tubes hooked up to him and he's running on the treadmill. Yeah. Um, you know, that's down at IMG. So I was able to do stuff like that. I was able to run routes for NFL quarterbacks as a high school kid. And, and um, you know, cause Chris Winkie at the time was the the head of football and he was training all these NFL quarterbacks. So just a really cool experience, you know, as a high school kid to be able to be around, um, that type of talent and those type of guys. Um, it's not your normal high school experience, especially if you move in from out of state because you have curfew and, you yeah. know, senior in high school, it's a different experience. Um, but if you use it for what it is and you use it to get better, um, it's a great experience. And, you know, when you go to other teams, like we played in, in, in Bergen, and in, in New Jersey, mm. when we went to go play there, it was like their Super Bowl, you know, for their for their students and for their team, you know. So yeah. anytime we would play, you know, in those environments, it was super cool on the road. Um, and, you know, overall, I would say it was a really, you know, really good experience. But while I was down there, I realized, man, why do I play this game? And I realized it's you know, it's for my family, it's for my friends, it's, it's bigger than than me. And I decided, you know what, I want to be close to home. I want to play in the SEC. And, you know, I want to ultimately try to beat Alabama, which we didn't yeah. do. We came close twice, but um, yeah. IMG going down there is ultimately what led me to, you know, come back home and, and play at the University of Georgia. Yeah. So you, you obviously like, you know, coming from high school, through college at university of georgia and into like the nfl you're the guy you're the ice man like how do you how did you keep yourself grounded grounded um i think it's you know for me like the nfl was was top you know what i mean it's like i didn't achieve anything until i got there you know yeah. and what i've kind of found through the process is you know when you're head down and just working you know, with the ultimate goal in mind, I think that's what really keeps you, keeps you grounded. Um, because when you feel like you're, you're never really there yet, you know, that's when you stay hungry. Um, yeah. what I've also found was that even when you do get to, you know, accomplish your dreams, you have this what's next feeling. So it's like, okay, now I need to, yeah. um, now I need to even realign my goals even more. It's like, okay, now I've made it to the NFL. Now what do I want to do with my NFL career? You know, and, yeah. and obviously in the league, any professional sport, um, you know, a lot of that is out of your control because yeah. injuries can happen. Um, you know, cold COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, exactly. So, you know, in high school, I got to pick where I went to high school essentially. 
I got to pick where I wanted to go to college. In the league, you don't get get to pick where you're drafted. You don't yeah. get to pick if the, the GM or the head coach gets fired. You know, I mean, there's so many other factors that that go yeah. into it. But, you know, for me, my goal in the league always was to, um, you know, just continue to get 1% better every day, continue to be a, um, a guy that, you know, the team could rely on. And then when I got my opportunities, maximize them to the to the best of my ability, um, you know. And obviously, there's a lot of different, like I said, a lot of different factors that that go into you achieving those kind of goals or or the progression naturally through your career. But yeah, um, but yeah, that's I would say that's ultimately you know how I stay grounded was always trying to get to my next level per se, and then constantly reshaping my goals from okay I've, I've made it here now how do I take it to the next step yeah I, I can't imagine running out to Sanford Sanford Stadium over in Georgia in front of 95,000 people but you know it, it must have been some something pretty special running out on your first NFL game and coming out of that tunnel and, and you know I mean that's what every like body that plays football as a kid dreams of what what's that what do you remember from that moment I just remember um, all of the sacrifices, all of the um, the tears, all of the um, happy moments, all the tough moments, all combining together into one and just thinking to myself, like, man, it was all worth it. Yeah, Every yeah, last yeah. bit of it was worth it because, you know, you think about, um, and, and I try to explain this to people, like, if you want to be great at something, it takes commitment, it takes sacrifice, it takes, um, you know, consistency. And, you know, for a lot of people, it's like, oh, man, this guy, you know, he's always been a good football player. And, you know, we, we knew he was going to go to the league from a young age and blah, blah, blah. Like, I spent 20 years of my life crafting for that yeah. one moment, you know, yeah. 20 years of of studying 20 years of training 20 years of you know whatever and so I, you know I, I also do stuff um you know with with uh Jersey Mike's I run a store in St. Augustine Beach and I try to tell my staff that like hey if you guys want to do anything great in life it's going to take consistency it's going to take yeah. years of of doing things the right way and constantly getting better and you know but that ultimately when guys are up there crying on, on the stage at draft day, it's not just the money, you know, it's, yeah. it's the consistent years of hard work and dedication and sacrifice and saying no, when you want to say yes to certain things, just to be able to, to get that opportunity to look around and be like, man, yeah, I'm, I'm the 1%, you know what I mean? Yeah. And no, did it. It's funny. People are always like, oh, you know, like, what's Tom like? Or like, you know, you know, he must be just a gifted athlete. I was like, dude, I, I mean, I lived with him for five years, six years. He like he from the moment his head gets up from the pillow, the moment it hits, it's all about football. Like people don't see the sacrifice, every little moment, every little thought it's 24 seven. So it's like, you're right. Like it, it's wild when you see the, um, what these guys achieve. Nothing's you don't get to the NFL by just, you know, God-given talent. It can help, but it's a lot of hard work. It so, uh, 
you know, so your your current, uh, you know, a free agency. You know, you're, you know, you're free agent. You were in the XFL before that. Mm-hmm. What do you? What's your um? Anything share with us? What your game plan is? Yeah, um, you know, I'm still training, staying in shape. Um, you know, giving it another opportunity if it if it comes knocking. Yep. Uh, the last couple of years, I've had the the injury bug a little bit. I was playing in. Um, you know, my kind of pro history has been I was drafted by the Lions, played there for about two and a half years, um, got released when our head coach and our GM got fired. Um, they wanted to sign me back, but I knew, you know, new regime coming in, um, you know, that's usually not in your favor um, yeah. as a player when it's, you know, a management transition. So, um, you know, I talked with my agent about it and said, hey, let's let's figure something else out. And ended up signing with Green Bay, finished out the year with them. We actually got beat by Tom and the Bucks, almost went to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um that year and uh signed a new deal with them and had a great camp or a great OTAs, great camp. Got the start in the preseason game and nine plays in I tore my pack. So missed the rest of the year. Um went up to uh New England and in my workout up there on a single leg reverse RDL in the warm up, I tore my hamstring pretty much off my attachment, missed the rest of the year. And then, um, you know, it was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm healthy again. I need to hit somebody. I need to catch some balls. You know what I mean? I, I got to get back into it. So we said, all right, let's do the, let's do the XFL. So I got drafted, um by the Arlington Renegades which was the team that won the the championship and um you know was really playing well getting back into it again and uh got rolled up on in practice and tore my MCL so it's just been like weird thing after weird thing after weird thing that um you know I've kind of had to battle it's just the other side that people don't you know always understand about football is um just the mental component of rehab of moving around all over the place, never really getting settled, living out of a bag because, you know, you got to be somewhere to train you, and then you got to fly somewhere to live. You got to fly somewhere to play. And yeah. so um, that's kind of what I've been battling the last three years, um, two and a half, three years. So I'm still at the point where it's like, hey, I'm staying in shape. If something happens, something happens. But um, the best thing about doing things off the field is realizing that um, there's other areas to make money. There's yeah. other areas to compete and there's other areas to use all the things that we've learned through sports and through football um, to put that towards, you know, other things and really maximize your um, toolbox per se. Yeah. Well, perfect. Well, talk to me about off the field because, you know, here at the playing field, like I want the community to be able to support each other. You mentioned Jersey Mike's would love to hear more about that, but, you know, and also I know you have the Athlo agency. So um, tell us about both those uh, things so we can uh, support that. Yeah. So, you know, for Athlo, that, that idea pretty much started around when the NIL came out and kind of evolved into, um, you know, something a little bit more. I I really wanted to help build something that helped athletes. Hmm. And, you know, the, the basic idea behind that is, um, we wanted to help athletes make more money off of NIL and, yeah. but to do it in a way that was authentic and, you know, really teach them that you have 
certain things about you that um that doesn't change with sports but rather it helps you with your sport and how you're able to harness that and package that um to get you know brand deals to learn how to sell yourself to companies um you know that was the the premise behind that so it's kind of a marketing business development um tool masterclass that that we built with um my sister Allie who is a um, brand expert she built a creative agency years ago and um so we took her expertise from the marketing side my experience as an athlete yeah. and um, combined that to create a course to help athletes learn how to sell themselves teach them that hey um you know if your passion is um you know health and wellness why are you doing a deal with crystal burger it's not authentic you know what i mean it's yeah, people yeah. see right through that you know let's put your effort towards trying to get a deal with kind bar because you care about nutrition and you care about taking care of your body and you know so that's kind of uh you know the way that we build out this course so um yeah that's what athlo is it's athloagency.com you can pop in there if you want to learn more about how to you know brand yourself and how to um essentially um filter through deals and you know sometimes saying yes to the the wrong brand is saying no to the right one and mm -hmm. you know just having a filter for your decisions and you know so ultimately that's what we created with that and um you know if nothing ever comes of it we have a product out there that helps athletes and you know that's ultimately why i why i did that so um, we'll link to it so people yeah we'll link to it so people can um can get to it so Oh, but yeah, sorry, cut you off, but tell how did how the Jersey Mike's thing come about? Yeah, so I um, had a buddy that I grew up with, um, you know, really more like family. Um, and we played football together, trained together, homeschooled together for a year. Um, and they got into Jersey Mike's 11 years ago or so, and, and they pretty much figured out the method to the madness and um they've been growing ever since and they're officially the biggest franchise group in florida now wow. and so um you know i started uh essentially working with them i said hey listen i'm training i'm playing right now um but outside of my training i want to kind of you know get into it and, and learn about the business how do franchises work you know yeah. what does it take to fully run a store so i started doing it in my spare time and um, I would say probably two weeks in the situation happened and it's like, Hey, do you want to run the store? Hadn't never been done anything in the food business, um, yeah. knew nothing about it. But what I did know is that, um, you know, through football, I knew the, I knew how to lead. I knew that I might not be the fastest in certain areas, but you know, I can get the crew going. I can train them up. I can coach them up. Um, you know, I can be a motivator. I can be a good example, you know, just mm. through my effort. So I said, you know what, I'll do it. So got into it. And, uh, you know, it could be because it's the summer um, and we're at the beach. It could be because, you know, as somebody that's been in nice restaurants, as somebody that um, will not eat certain food based off the way the lobby looks or the dining yeah. room looks. Um, you know, it could be because of that, but 
Um, when I first got there, I think we were ranked like 102nd in Florida. And now we're pretty much a top 50 store in Florida in two months. So amazing. Um, you know, it's just been really cool to, you know, be a part of that and learn the ins and outs of the business. I mean, it started from cleaning bathrooms to, um, you know, ordering trucks, to counting inventories, to scheduling, to hiring and firing, you know, every component of the business I'm now um, doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, down the line, I can't get too much into it yet. We got some other exciting stuff coming, which I think a lot of athletes will also be excited for you know, with potential opportunities in the food business. Um, But it's something that, uh, you know, we have a lot of great leadership in our group that we're able to all compete. For example, one of our our other guys is a two, three time state championship head coach in football. Um, My buddy, uh, college quarterback at, at, at Miami. So we're all competing and the harder we compete, the better the group is as a whole. Yeah. So, you know, we've just created a pretty cool environment that um, iron sharpens iron and, um, you know, Jersey Mike's is a great product that essentially sells itself. Um, but if you come into the St. Augustine beach store, I promise you that lobby is going to be clean. The place is going to be stocked and the sandwiches are going to be nice and hearty. So let's go. Um, so, yeah, so that's what we've, you know, I've been spending a lot of my time on is continuing to help grow that business and, um, you know, I don't think there's any signs of slowing down on our end. We're only going to continue to grow. Yeah. And, um, and so, yeah, so just getting into that whole world is, is, has been something new in itself. That's awesome, man. Well, last thing I hear before we let you go, just look at you on like social media and, you know, seeing you out there out and about, it's obviously style is important to you. Like, how do you approach your, you know, style and, uh, kind of, especially like when you're, traveling away games and stuff like that how do you approach your style (laughs) yeah I've always liked fashion um you know a quote that I've you know kind of always lived by is you know what Deion Sanders said back in the day you know look good you feel good you play good and I think that translates into um you know all areas of life you know and um I'm the type of person that um, when I wake up and I, you know, throw a cool fit on, I feel better about, you know, my day, my situation, my overall mood, you know? So, um, you know, I've always liked fashion. I think if you ask my girl, she would say that she's my personal stylist. Um, but you know, which shout out her. I like everything that she, she brings my way, but smart man. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. But, um, you know, for me, I think, at this point, you know, I have a few kind of, you know, different styles. I have that business approach where I like to wear a suit, um, you know, especially on, on game days when I travel, uh, I think it got me more into a a business mentality, which is like, which is how I liked to approach the game. Um, you know, more of just my leisure fit. I'm kind of into the baggy stuff right now. I like the oversized tees and and, and the loose stuff. A couple years ago, I was a heavy skinny jean guy when we were going through that phase, you know, but um, I think the main part of my fashion definitely has to be hats because I'm bald. So I like cool hats. Um, I like a lot of vintage things, you know, shout out to uh, Jake White, Revive in Michigan. Uh, I know Dolan knows who that is, too. Uh, It's one of his good homies. They, you know, really were one of the ones that put me on a lot of the vintage stuff. Um, Cool. 
and, and to know what to look for. But, um, you know, I think style is all, you know, it's all about your personality, you know, I think, and, and confidence too. I think you can yeah. throw whatever on and if you embody it and you rock it, people will be like, Oh, you know, that's, yeah. that's pretty clean. You know, I don't know. I don't know about all that. That's pretty clean, you know? So, yeah. um, that's how I've always tried to approach style is, um, just doing what you're comfortable being in. And, um, you know, if it makes you feel good, rock it. Quote that, baby. Well, Isaac, I, I really appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming on. And, man, best of luck with everything you got going on off the field and uh, what's coming up next for you. Hey, appreciate it, Ben. Nice to uh, finally meet you in, in person. Well, you know, about as in person as we can be through Zoom. But um, appreciate you, man. Oh,